In May 2019, the International Publishers Association and Dubai Cares had a vision to support publishers across the African continent. The result was a courageous initiative called the Africa Publishing Innovation Fund, an $800,000 fund to support literacy, book access, indigenous publishing and library restoration. This podcast series features the dreamers and free thinkers who have stepped up in the face of adversity. We'll learn about their ambitious projects and a shared belief that access to knowledge is an undeniable human right. My name is Angela Oshuka. And I am Wanjiro Koinange. We are founders and managing trustees of Bookbank Trust based in Nairobi, Kenya. And in 2019, we were recipients of the Africa Publishing Innovation Fund, which has unlocked our worlds in more ways than we could be grateful for. There are over 110,000 libraries on the African continent. Um, about 49,000 of these are in Kenya. And recently, Bookbank verified that 855 of those are in Nairobi. So when people think about Nairobi and Kenya, and I say, when I say people, I mean Kenyans, we always say, Kenyans don't read other libraries, but I'm just like, there's 49,000 libraries in Kenya, <laughs> guys. Um, the state of them is another question, but they're there. And that kind of speaks to the importance we placed on these sacred spaces um, at, at some point in our history. And I think it's important to come back to that and understand what that importance was and how we can update it and update the, the vision of libraries, the purpose of libraries. South Africa and Kenya have the distinct dishonor of taxing books at between 13 to 16%. And with Kenya, you're looking at 16%. Um, and I think that's a travesty that needs immediate rectification. Because when you commodify access to knowledge in this way, you say something about people needing to have money to access knowledge. And I think for as long as we have been independent, we've been independent for quite some time, I think that's something, honestly, that successive governments should be able to figure out. I do have to add that it's a new development. I believe in Kenya, it's something that was introduced in 2013. Mm. But it is a shame. There's no other way to say it. So, thanks to the African Publishing Innovation Fund, we at Bookbank were able to restore the first of three libraries. Um, this is the smallest branch of the Macmillan Memorial Library in Nairobi. And this branch is located in Kaloleni, which is a really special neighborhood, neighborhood that's very rich in the history of our country. Um, this was the first library we ever renovated and it gave us the opportunity to test the concept, to experiment, to try everything yes. once. <laughs> to try everything once. Um, just having having the, the support and the funding to, to bring this library out from the 1960s and, and, and kind of transform it into 2021 was incredible. And that would not have been possible without the support of Dubai Cares and IPA. And that also led us to doing other work. Um, and that we, we moved on to our second one and, and are soon going to be working on our third. Um, so thank you, APIF. Being able to do that, I think during the pandemic, 
is something that has been super, super special for us. You know, things have opened up quite a bit since then. And I think to see the joy of uh, the children that use these libraries is something that is very affirming. Yeah. And, and in the process to have been able to provide jobs to the community around these libraries is one of my favorite things. Yeah. One of the things that we're working on at the moment is a hall of fame so that all the faces from around the neighborhood can be on the walls. Yeah, and then watch on the space. Yes, and then they can come and see themselves and show their kids what they have contributed to. I've been feeling invincible recently um, to pull off two library restorations in a pandemic um, with the most incredible team. We have we have a, an army of incredible people who sit behind us, kind of helping us um, achieve this goal. So I think, I think I've, I've felt very unstoppable in the last few months, which is good and bad because sometimes you do have to stop and rest. <laughs> but on the personal front, I, I feel like there's very little that I can't do. Um, yeah. <laughs> what about mm. you? Mm. I feel challenged. Mm. Um, I feel challenged by the possibilities ahead. And by challenge, I mean in a positive way, because it's an incredible ability to be able to sit down and dream these things and then actually witness them happening. And it's a very, it's an incredibly humbling process as well. As Shira says, we have an incredible team and sometimes it, it kind of blows my mind to see how much this dream has grown and, and how much it's no longer a preserve of just the two of us, how it's something that's actually growing to other people and how much they're taking it on and believing in it and doing all the magic that they need to to make happen. Yeah. Lots of emotions. Very Challenged, emotional. humbled, yeah. invincible. <laughs> I would love to see my books travel across the continent before they go outside. Um, right now it's easier to get my book in France than it is to get it in, in Senegal and I'm like, what about that makes sense? So optimistically, I really would love to see the, the continent better connected. Um, and it's across the board. It's, it's publishing, but it's also distribution. It's, it's, it's traveling across um, Africa. Um, because we, we, we kind of understand each other better, but I think as I, we've, been, we've been looking outside way too much. So that, that is my dream for publishing, that we, we, we center ourselves a bit more and we prioritize ourselves first. Um, I think closer to home for me, I would love to see, it's been incredible to watch the effect that this process of restoration has on the general public and the questions that they're asking about, you know, why is this done this way? How come? Mm -hmm. If I wanted to restore something similar where I live in my neighborhood, how would I go about it? So to be most optimistic, there's something that we're working on that we're calling the blueprint where we hope to share as much information about our process with as wide a community. And I'd love to see that become some kind of toolkit. Not to say that the way that we're doing things should be um, replicated exactly by other people, but if it can inspire, I think, a kind of ownership, but also demanding that regional governments and national governments start to pay closer attention to public libraries and public spaces in general. Mm. That would be a fantastic outcome i think for this project yeah if you enjoyed this episode then please consider subscribing to our channel the africa publishing innovation fund is an eight hundred thousand dollar fund 
to support literacy, book access, indigenous publishing and library restoration across Africa. We'd like to give special thanks to our project partner, Dubai Cares, who have been working towards providing children and youth in developing countries with access to quality education. To date, this UAE-based global philanthropic organization has successfully launched education programs reaching over 20 million beneficiaries in 60 developing countries. To learn more, please visit www.dubaicares.ae. This podcast series is brought to you by the International Publishers Association. The IPA is the world's largest federation of national, regional and specialist publishers associations. Our membership comprises 89 organisations from 73 countries in Africa, Asia, Australasia, Europe and the Americas. Through its members, IPA represents thousands of individual publishers worldwide who service markets containing more than 5.6 billion people. Learn more about the IPA by visiting www.internationalpublishers.org.